Welcome to the Clamor Tech News Roundup. If you like what you hear, you can get an even better experience by downloading the Clamor app on your iPhone or visiting Clamor.com. Also, support us with a positive review and email us anytime. Without further ado, here's your Tech News Roundup. Clamor on! On-demand tech help service Eden, which launched out of the Y Combinator, has announced it will be adding $2 million in funding, bringing the total funds of the company up to $3.3 million. Slack has announced its app's public beta version is available for Windows Phone, now live in the Microsoft Store. Several functions are still missing from the app, including search, file upload, and multiple team support. Cloud identity management company Okta has announced it has raised $75 million in a single round, valuing the company at $1.2 billion, meaning it is now classified as a unicorn, according to the Wall Street Journal. Android's newest OS, Lollipop, has passed the 20% mark and was the only Android version to gain adoption share 10 months after it debuted on the Nexus 9. KitKat is still in first place, with Jellybean second in the adoption order, with Lollipop third beating out Gingerbread. As in Do, a French startup that models itself as an internal collaboration platform for marketing teams, has just raised $1.5 million in a round led by The Family. The tool is reminiscent of Asana and can assign tasks, comment, and attach files in one unified interface. Disney is slowly making its Disney Movies Anywhere cloud-based digital movie service fulfill its named destiny by adding support for Xbox 360, Amazon Fire TV, and Fire TV Stick, and Amazon tablets, with Android TV and Roku coming in the next few days. Google has announced it has expanded its same-day delivery service Google Express in several Midwestern U.S. states, including Iowa, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Wisconsin, and Illinois. This adds to the availability of the service in L.A., New York, and San Francisco. Multilabs has debuted its first game today called Days of Discord, a single free-to-play mobile card game going into beta soon. The game is developed by Graham Hopper, a former head of interactive gaming business at Disney. 500 startups recently closed on an $85 million fund, but it doesn't look to be done as they are officially already setting out to raise its fourth fund and are targeting a dollar amount of $200 million, as well as preparing to raise a growth fund for the first time. The Los Angeles Philharmonic Orchestra has produced the first-ever virtual reality application that puts the viewer in the middle of a symphony performance as it plays Beethoven's Fifth using Oculus technology with the Samsung Gear VR headset. Microsoft has released its dynamic CRM product today, completely redesigning on the on-premises and cloud versions as they have received major upgrades. Cloud users already have seen these upgrades as they have been slowly adapted, but the on-prem users are seeing it for the first time. Datanize is a revolutionary service for cloud software providers, which tells them when companies are trying competitor services and giving them an opportunity to insert themselves into the evaluation and buying process, and today has launched Datanize Mobile. eBay is rolling out its new mobile experience. It is calling eBay 4.0, which completely changes the look and feel for the first time, unifying the iOS and Android apps while offering more opportunities at personalization and customization in the future. Pandora has officially announced its new Day Pass subscription, wherein it will allow users to pay for one day's worth of Atlas Play for $1 starting on September 10th. 
Pandora already has a subscription service of $5 a month or $55 a year. Amazon has announced it will be making its one-hour restaurant delivery service an option on Prime Now, starting in Seattle. Then moving on to other markets where Prime Now currently operates. Venture investors are jumping into the student loan crisis arena with startups like San Francisco-based SoFi, which has raised a $1 billion round. A new New York-based lending marketplace named Common Bond has also jumped in, with a $35 million financing for its own expansion. Who Knows is a smart enterprise network, a repository of not just who is employed by the company you work for, but also of all the expertise, relationships, and topics and interests they possess and pursue. Trading Ticket is a new fintech startup out of New York that aims to develop a suite of products to help consumers become more proactive investors and has closed on a seed round of funding worth $4 million ahead of its launching its first tool called TradeIt. Apple is preparing to open its Safari browser to ad blocking, but before that comes with the iOS 9 release, Adblock Plus is arriving on Apple's mobile platform for the first time, optimized for iPhones and iPads and built as a standalone browser. Wario is a new keyboard in development that is looking to reduce typos by changing the shape of keys to a honeycomb hexagon shape. After launching a Kickstarter, the group aims to raise $10,000 to finish development on the Android version and eventually port to iOS. Sequoia Capital is reportedly mulling over a huge investment in India to the tune of $800 million, and it may start raising the cash in October. The VC firm has already been in India for nine years and has put at least $740 million in as of April. Docker has announced a major get as its new CFO in the former CFO of Twitter and treasurer at Zynga, Mike Gupta. Gupta's resume also includes eight years in various roles at Yahoo and becomes part of Docker right after it has raised $162 million and has a valuation of $1 billion. Inside Sales is reinventing itself today. Going from a sales acceleration platform to opening up its predictive analytics engine, the predictive cloud, to outside developers. The goal is to become an Amazon-style recommendation engine for businesses. Jola, the Finnish mobile startup, has lost its rock-and-roll leather-clad co-founder as CEO and de facto face of the Sailfish project in Mark Dillon, who has confirmed he has left to pursue other challenges outside the company. Apple has yet to have a quarter where they have not sold more units of the iPhone than they did in the previous one, and many are wondering if the new iPhone announcement coming Wednesday will continue that trend. Event technology, though not one of the more headline-grabbing topics, is expected to grow from a $5.10 billion industry to a $7.78 billion industry by 2019, and a new app called Attend is looking to revolutionize the field. GoPro has made its Odyssey, a massive camera rig that holds 16 GoPros and is designed to create 360-degree VR film, available for purchase with an estimated delivery of early November, with a price tag of $15,000. Microsoft has announced officially it has purchased Adalom, the cloud security firm, in a deal worth about $250 million, which is below the previously reported numbers that had a purchase at well over $300 million. LinkedIn is now going to start including featured showcase young thought leaders on its site in an effort to make the world's professionally relevant news and knowledge accessible through LinkedIn. 
The Raspberry Pi touchscreen display is now on sale for $60 online and in some brick-and-mortar stores. The 7-inch unit is designed to work with the $35 mini-computer the company has already released and essentially allows users to build their own tablets. Ride-sharing platform BlaBlaCar has raised another round led by Insight Venture Partners that is rumored to be $160 million at a valuation of $1.2 billion for the French startup. Uber is ramping up its Chinese operations and will be entering 100 more cities in the country over the next year, doubling the goal the company had set just three months ago. Currently, Uber China is in 20 cities. While Internet penetration is still low in Africa overall, Smile Telecoms is planning to grow its broadband network, raising $365 million in debt and equity financing, and will be launching in the Democratic Republic of Congo next year, joining Nigeria, Tanzania, and Uganda. Baidu has unveiled a new AI-powered virtual assistant for its mobile search app named Do Secretary who can order takeout, buy movie tickets, and makes recommendations for services for the user. 500 Startups is looking to continue pushing Asian markets as a new fund has been set up for Japanese startups with $30 million. The firm's newest global fund closed last week at $85 million, and 15 total investments have been made by 500 startups in Japan to date. DocuSign, the digital transaction management services, has signed an agreement to buy most of the company Open Trust, buying out the Trusted Documents and Transactions division to help grow its e-signature platform in Europe. Airbnb's success has been monumental as a new report surfaced that nearly 17 million people booked guest stays with their platform this summer, a surge of over 353 times in the last five years. Finnish fitness startup SportsCenter has raised $1 million in a seed round, which it says will be using to expand to New York and into the U.K. market, as well as expand its app from iOS to Android. A Chinese rival to Twitch could be on the way named Panda TV, according to the Chinese microblogging site Weibo. Twitch was bought out by Amazon last September for $970 million and has more than 1.5 million broadcasters. Disney Movies Anywhere has linked up with Amazon Instant Video and Microsoft Video. Besides new Disney apps for Xbox 360 and Amazon's Fire TV platform, next week on the 15th, it's launching on Roku and Android TV. Citizens of the Thai capital Bangkok witnessed a huge fireball descending on the horizon Monday morning. There are no reports of any damage from Bangkok so far, but dash cam footage showed some views of what people saw. At Code Mobile in October, BlackBerry CEO John Chen will talk about how BlackBerry is doing in the automotive and other new markets, as well as update progress on other fronts, including the effort to turn around the company's handset business. The official Raspberry Pi Touch Display is finally available, offering Tinkerers a 7-inch capacitive 800 by 480 touchscreen display that supports 10-finger touch. It starts at $60. A bit more if you want one of the six different colored frames. There's all sorts of sensible plans to upgrade London's aging subway system. But there's one particularly outside-the-box solution. A 15-mile-per-hour moving sidewalk looping 17 miles under London. The steady drip of leaks preceding Apple's planned September 9th event in San Francisco has largely taken the mystery out of what's coming next. 
A new iPhone and an upgraded Apple TV with a motion-sensitive remote are expected to be shown. Researchers at Tangible Security have discovered a vulnerability in certain Seagate wireless drives that could give unauthorized users root access to the device. Luckily, the fix is simple. All you have to do is patch your drive's firmware. Magnetic fields can cause metals to heat up, but by applying a gas like helium to wick away the heat, then removing the field, it can also cool the metal. It's the basis behind a magnetic refrigerator. It's still a long way off from being consumer-friendly but one day may become the norm. Google released some new details on what GoPro brings to the world of 3D videos for YouTube. A 16-camera device called GoPro Odyssey, which will cost $15,000 when it launches in early November, but only select partners will have access to it by applying through their website. New York City is launching a DriveSmart test program that will have 400 drivers install an OBD2 tracking device in return for a range of perks like tips on saving fuel, route planning, and insurance discounts. According to a report from the New York Times, the Justice Department obtained a court order for real-time messages between suspects using iPhones to communicate, but Apple didn't comply. Encryption prevents Apple from accessing the data in real time. At tech giants like Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Intel, the portion of women workers who identify as black or African-American is just 1%. For the fourth episode of The 26%, Tiffany Ashley Bell discusses what it's like to be a black woman in tech and how the industry can be more supportive. <laughs> Nearly 100 stone monoliths have been discovered at a site called the Durrington Walls, about two miles northeast of Stonehenge. With ground-penetrating radar, researchers have mapped the area and discovered evidence of up to 90 stones three feet underground. <laughs> Users of the adult player Android app are in for a shock. The Android porn video app has been secretly taking photos of users who use it, and they want $500 in exchange for deleting the photos. Amazon is taking on a new strategy after the Fire Tablet's dismal sales. This time, they'll go really, really cheap. The company is making a $50 tablet that's designed mostly for video streaming, and it's only half an inch bigger than the iPhone 6 Plus. Thanks for joining us on the Clamor Tech News Roundup. You can get an even better experience by downloading the Clamor app, where you can save, expand, and skip around between highlights. Visit Clamor.com. That's C-L-A-M-M-R. No vowel at the end.